Hello. Hello back, everyone. <laughs> Hello back, everyone. <laughs> Hello back. <laughs> it's the Otter Culture Podcast, and we're back in mid to late December. When was the last time we actually did a... When was the last time a podcast was out? Mid-November. Mid-November. Uh, end of November it got released. Um, things have just been happening in between that and then. Then and now. Yes, they have. Like what, Ben? Christmas party. A Christmas party the other day. Wow. Max, how have you been? Yeah, good. It's nice to be back. Yeah. I was saying that I was going to try that again. <laughs> I was saying to someone the other day, I haven't been in this studio in a long time. Oh, bless As you. In, in this, on this table. Yeah. How does it feel to be back? Scary. Yeah. I haven't heard my voice this close after a long time. Wow. wow. <laughs> ben, over the course of November, we did a few little podcasts. We did. How do you feel they went? I think they're excellent, Dan. They were around November. Yes. And men's health. Yes. Not just mental, but also physical. Ooh. We had the guys from Elios on. Elios. Elios, sorry, yeah. Tim Tim Rushmere always corrects me on that. Uh, and then we had Will from uh, the gym, Method Health. Yes. And then we had Asher Berry in fourth. And third was Steve Whitfield. I feel like you've you've just gone to the Spotify playlist and hit shuffle there. <laughs> just thrown them out in any order possible. Yeah, and I was on three of them. Yeah. Mm. Was it the one that you weren't on? That's what threw you off there. Correct. The Stevie one. Yes. No, no, I was on the Stevie one. Which one weren't you on? Will. Will the PT. Yeah. Who's that other voice in the background there? <laughs> oh, sorry. Josh, cut to yourself. <laughs> Here I am. Introdu- introdu- introduce yourself, please, Josh. What have you been uh, up to? My name's Josh. Been here a while now. Uh, just been chilling. Yeah. You know how it is with me. Is that a new angle, Josh? It is a new angle because we've got a slightly different setup going on now in on my side of the studio. Uh, where's, where's, your, where's your camera, Josh? My camera is in the room here with me because, as you can see, we've now got an iMac in front of me so we can't shoot through the window. <laughs> uh, through the window podcast no more. Oh, wow. <laughs> back. Bringing up old shit. Yeah. No, mate, I'm good. It was um, that podcast with Will that I was on with you, Dan, was a really good one. I really enjoyed it. Nice. Thanks. Is there any been... Bi- is, is, fucking hell. <laughs> no. Mate, we are one of those. so... Let's like, bring the rusty, rusty, rusty yeah. baby. Come on. It's Come the on. rustiness, isn't it? We're yeah. like an old Vauxhall Astra. Pulled off the forecourt, sat there for too many years. That's how I feel right now. <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't describe you as a Vauxhall Astra. If mate. you were a car, what would be the thing that would break down on you? The most, you know, most common. Head gasket. Head gasket. Yeah. Something, re- something really common. Yeah. Max? Clutch. The clutch, <laughs> yeah, something that is quite vital. The, the engine works, everything else works. It's just the thing that gets it to move. Yeah, nah, nice. Yeah, well, there we go. Um, uh, ben, um, what were your key takeaways from the podcast over the month of November? Um, the one with Ash was pretty cool. Mm. We spoke to him before, but I feel like that podcast with Ash was a little bit different to the one previously. Yeah, I think it's it's just nice to it's nice to jump on a pod with other guys and then you know you kind of you have an hour we think okay let's let's chat about something that we wouldn't normally push for in general conversation right and you speak about things that are maybe harder to get out um that was nice and you, know, you always kind of end the podcast on a bit of a high like yeah i'm glad we spoke about x y and z and i'm glad we we did those things and it's always nice to get different perspectives as well because we had we had loads of different types of, of gents on to speak about ashes was really cool because i think ash had like a a very spiritual twist on his journey after being diagnosed with PTSD. And I thought that was really something more relatable for maybe for mm. maybe us, because I think we're all quite spiritual here. Maybe not religious, but we're, we're quite spiritual. We're willing to believe in things, mm-hmm. as long as those, those things are willing to believe in us. Oh, nice. Joss, timestamp that. Yeah, that was really nice. I already have. Cool. Um, that's my input for the podcast. <laughs> 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 no, but I, overall, overall, really enjoyed it. Max, what do you think? I thought it was really good. I thought, I mean, I, I wasn't... Um, Obviously, it wasn't on the podcast, but I listened to them back afterwards, and I think it's just uh, yeah to echo what you said. It's just nice to hear hear those kind of things. Obviously, they're difficult things to talk about, and you know a lot of people struggle to even come to terms with the fact that they are suffering with things like that. So to come on a podcast and, and open up about it, um, I think is really good. And I was saying to Stevie the other day when I saw him, it's absolutely fantastic that he came on, and it, I personally took a lot from Stevie's podcast. Wow. Mm. It was nice because um, it was Stevie, Stevie's wife. She said that she really enjoyed it, and she had a few friends who spoke about it. And then Stevie's friends, and then also Josh and I spoke to Will at the gym, and he was saying about how people had messaged him and liked it and stuff. So that's cool. It's kind of like as long as I mean, we go into these things and we start these campaigns and projects, thinking 
it was just nice to raise awareness but it's even better then when you get like feedback mm. from their friends and their family saying actually yeah, I, f- I found value in that so yeah it paid off I'd and there's al- there's also probably more people than will say like oh yeah that really helped me mm. that it will have affected or maybe it gave them a little nudge yeah that, that, yeah I mean, the, really the, the fact it's helped one person really has made it all worth it hasn't it yeah, yeah. absolutely the month of november also meant that we grew mustaches it did I think Joss is the only one really wrapping a moustache now that looks like a moustache the rest of it's blended in let's go I'll take that how was it for you Joss growing a moustache the day you shaved your beard off how did that feel uh, I was really really anxious about it I'll be perfectly honest really yeah yeah because from the minute I could grow facial hair I have kept it I think it's a a security thing I don't like seeing I've never liked being clean shaven Um, so having facial hair is a little bit of a, a safety net for me it's a bit of security so having it completely gone uh, just made me quite anxious. But I quickly really enjoyed having a moustache, hence why I've kept it now. And the beard's slowly coming back through. But um, yeah, that first day was uh, not fun. Well, Joss, I think, you, uh, I think you're owning it very well. And I, like, I think I like you more with a moustache. I hated you before. I, yeah, I liked you with more of the moustache as well, mate. So Thanks. Yeah, I got rid of it. Yeah, what, exactly. What I, I noticed with the moustache, I don't know if you guys got this as well, is... From one side of the planet, men, there's a lot of admiration, looks of courage, bravery, like nods of approvement. Mm. But from women, it was bad. Disgust. It, I mean, the missus, well, pretty much every woman in my family and Amber's family was not a fan. And strongly, even people who wouldn't voice something they don't like about me normally, would voice they didn't like the moustache. You know, they felt they had to go out their way to let me know they didn't like it. Whereas men... I'd see I'd, I'd, strangers in the co-op, right? And they'd have a moustache. They look at me and they go, "Nice," you know. And it's like, and that carried me through the days, sometimes the weeks. And I think that's why we need to grow moustaches more often. Mm. It is funny. There's such like a gender divide on that. Like, yeah. they just don't like them. Well, Charlotte likes Josses though, doesn't? Don't she, Joss? She does. Yeah, I think at first she was shocked because she she hasn't seen me without facial hair since the first few months of our relationship. Come on. And now it's four and a half years down the line. Mm-hmm. So she can barely remember what I was like you know um but she she is a fan yeah wow Max did Carrie like your attempt I think she liked the attempt uh, <laughs> I like how you leave I'll, I'll, un- I'll underline the, that attempt but um yeah my my experience is slightly different um I can't grow facial hair very well uh so mine was more I got looks from both genders more on the on the bad scale of looks People look at me mm. like, twat. Either he can't grow a moustache. What's it? What's he doing? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I actually came to a conclusion that I didn't care, and it made I found it really funny, and it made me just stop caring completely. I was like, I look like an idiot, and it's brilliant. Like I'd walk it like, it, I'd wake up on, like in the morning if I had like errands to do or somewhere to go. I think like, oh, what am I going to put on today? Like, oh, I need to. You know, I'm like. I don't care because I could wear like the best outfit in the world and I've got this on my face. <laughs> Everyone's going to think I look like an idiot anyway so I'm just going to go out wearing whatever and I did that for an entire month and it was freeing. Wow. Mm. That's what it's about. Yeah. It sounds yeah. like we all had quite strong different experiences. Definitely. And we've yeah. all come out with them, come out of this as, as, as better men perhaps. Wow. wow. I'm hoping for, I'm manifesting this on the podcast, I'm hoping for a 2025-2026 strong moustache. Because I know it's not going to be next year. A few years off. Yeah, yeah, I know. But if I if I put the hard work in now and just manifest it, then maybe it'll come. Do you, do you think you'll be living in Swindon by then? Because every year you get a bit closer. We're bringing him in. He's got <laughs> fair, on average. Wanted. Yeah. Um, probably not. You know, you you say probably not, mate, but might be something close to the station for Karis. Might be... <laughs> Nice little garden. Maybe, mm. maybe you're near Supermarine. You want to get back into rugby again. Yeah. There's pools here for you, Max. For a you little do, pool about. Yeah. Maybe you get a dog. Woof. To be fair, I'm slowly edging closer to Swindon, so who knows? Edging. Mm. <laughs> Dan, what, uh, you shaved yours off pretty swiftly. Uh, yes. So, love growing a moustache. Hannah hates it. I longed it out for about two weeks after November, which is pretty good. That was good. I thought um, it was going to go the night off. Mm. <sighs> yeah, I did too, but... Sh- and it wasn't bugging me too much. I was like, all right, well, I'm living an easy life right now. I'll keep going until there's like hard resistance. Uh, and then I kind of said, she was like, oh, you know, you're going to shave it. And I was like, well, if we if we get through the World Cup, 
and we get to the final. I'll shave it off once we win the World Cup. Um, we didn't. We haven't won the World Cup, which meant I should have really kept it. <laughs> <laughs> like waiting another 40 years or whatever for it. But um, What would you describe as hard resistance if you were to encounter it with Hannah? Uh, for the whole month of November, um, she didn't really kiss me much. And that's not hard resistance then. That's just like standard. You can get through that kind of thing. You can get through it, but you start to think... Does she love me? Does she love me anymore? Yeah. Is it the moustache or does she not want to kiss me anymore? No, it's, um, I just start to feel like, all right, maybe I am being a little bit, uh, not selfish, but I could live without a moustache. I like it, but I could also live without it. You and there'll be a time again in my life that I can get, you know, grow, grow one. Um, so yeah, maybe, maybe next November. It'll be here for three weeks. When you shaved it off, was she just like all in love with you again? Instantly, mate. It was like a Lynx advert. Fuck off, really. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I zipped it off and the, she just, oh, in the arms. I was like that. Wedding carry. She just dropped into my arms, yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant you were in her arms. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, dirty dancing stuff, throwing her in the air and shit like that. But no, it's cool. Good. Yeah, thanks. Um, I'm glad to hear that. Thank you, Max. This year's been a big year, though. It has. The Queen died. The Queen did die. Oh, yeah. That's quite mad. She's been about for ages. Yeah. Our whole lifetime. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's the king. And your parents' lifetime. Wow. And in some cases, your grandparents' lifetime. Wow. So this is the first time you and your parents and possibly grandparents are experiencing a king. And it was really weird at the World Cup for them to sing the national anthem and, you know, God save the king. And then say king, not queen now. And I was thinking, can you imagine how fucked it would be if king was like three syllables? Because queen and king are both one syllable, so change it on the song is fine. But yeah. imagine it was like, you know, Jesterfield Jester- or something like that. God save the Jesterfield. Like, <laughs> yeah. The song would sound so shit. It'd be a bit of a mix-up though, wouldn't it? Do you ever I think mean, about stuff like that? <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Me neither. The National Anthem has been about for like forever. So it'd be nice if we had a little mix-up. A remix. If we had to get someone to produce a new National Anthem, who would it be though? There we go. <laughs> he has to be English. He's Spanish. Oh. Oh. Robbie Williams. He's French. Robbie Williams yeah. to do that. Wow. I don't know. No. Joss? Uh, Can't write any drill artists or anything, Max. Do they have to be English? <laughs> yeah, they have to be English. Yes. Of course they do. Yes, Joss. Oh, all right then. The I didn't know that anthem. too fair. Brit- they can be British, can't they? Does Scotland have their own national anthem that isn't our one? No. Uh, I would choose Arctic Monkeys because it would come out really sexy. Oh, I would pay to relocate David Guetta to the UK for five years, get him citizenship, <laughs> nice. and then he can do it. Shout out to his family. Shout out to his family. <laughs> Please contact me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, were you a bit upset about the Queen passing? It happened. It happened the day before Amber and I got married. Yes. And I remember the news was oh like, we got the news article come through my phone. It was like, oh, the Queen has been looked after by doctors and blah, 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 and Balamori, whatever it was. I am thinking like, I swear to God, if she fucking dies tomorrow. She's going to fucking on my wedding day. If I, I, I just thought, if it happens tomorrow, it's happening at the moment I say I do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? No other time of People's the day. People's phones just start pinging. And then it came off the day before. I remember thinking, ah, oh, it's sad, but I'm glad it's now. Where were you when, when you heard the news? I was in the my hotel room with Amber. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. I remember being in the restaurant downstairs and my phone pinging because I got BBC notifications one of those guys. Just no, only wrote, within the last year, I've got that. I'm the same. It's good, isn't it? Almost addictive. It's good, but it's like, do I care enough to have this shit? Yeah, but sometimes you get BBC news notifications and it pops. Like the Queen dying. Yeah. That's a big one. So yeah. I was in the restaurant, phone pings, and I'm like, oh, my God, the Queen is dead. And like... You scream it. Yeah, pretty loud. And everyone kind of looked towards me. I was like, oh, shit, I'm the bearer of bad news I'm here. The, I'm the messenger boy. Yeah, so I just start getting the bell out and start town crying <laughs> that stuff up. Higgy, higgy. Queen is dead. But yeah, I remember Amber's mum's, Amber's friend's mum, uh, the girl from London. Yes, Hannah's mum, yeah. She did not look happy. She she, well, not happy, maybe a bit upset, yeah. Yeah. And I didn't well, think about Some people are quite patriotic, yeah, I didn't they? think about it at the time. I was like, oh. I've upset her. She's obviously... Well, she's... I've not upset her. She's upset. Because she liked the Queen. God rest herself. I was, I was a bit... This, Sorry about that. This is, this is obviously really selfish and, and self-absorbed. But I was upset because I was away on my honeymoon during the 12 days of mourning. So I didn't really get to experience any of it. And I really wanted to, like, you know, put on the telly and see what's... Yeah, well, what's going on? Not so much mourn, but what's going on? I missed the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And then I just... I missed the bank holiday. That's the thing. We all... We obviously all flew back before you did. And... Yeah. Um, Heathrow had all the 
you know, the, the black screens with the um, rest in peace, Her Majesty, whatever it said. Pretty then, cool. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Unique. It's a unique experience, yeah. and I missed it. Unique to see. Well and then you so got, Ben Lawton. You got back, and you didn't see any of that. What else happened, Joss, was didn't, didn't you say about the, we left with the same, we oh, had the yeah. same Prime Minister and same Queen when we left England, but we came <laughs> back to a brand new. A whole new set. Yeah. A whole new squad. So we, whole new we lost Boris and the Queen in exchange for King Charles, who I quite like, and Liz Truss, who no one likes. Yeah. yeah. Rip. Big year. Cheers to that, Ben. It's all your fault. Riz Russ. Riz Russ. <laughs> Riz Russ. <laughs> Riz Russ. Sorry. Uh, in other news this year, um, Will Smith slapped up uh, Chris Rock. He did. That was and mad. the Top Gun film was dropped. Have you seen the Top Gun film yet? What one are we going through first, mate? That's two big bombshells of a topic. You yeah. choose. We'll go Chris Rock. Ooh. I liked how many people thought it was staged. I, I thought, thought it was staged. staged. Yeah. Was we like, came in and I was like, hey, it's got to be fake. I, I couldn't tell if it was staged or not until... He screamed at him saying, keep your, my wife's name out your fucking mouth. And you could see the anger yeah. in his face. Mm. As soon as I saw that, I knew it wasn't fake. Saw that, I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Fair play to Chris Rock, though, getting slapped in the face and shouted at and then still delivering. And like, Can you imagine if Chris Rock reacted? And then you had like two heavyweight comedians, actors on the fucking Oscar stage fighting and people might be thinking oh it's an end joke you know let them go, let them go just like rolling around scrapping around, around the stage yeah. they just get each other in a headlock yeah you say sorry no you say sorry the funny thing is it's like it, it completely solidifies the statement of like reputations take years decades to build and seconds to ruin and Will Smith did that that night as I'm, I'll never look at him the same really you reckon ne- mm. yeah no way I thought that's such a that's such a shitty thing to do and I just I've lost so much respect for the guy was he going up to get an award or did he just he just bowled up there. Chris, Chris Rock made a joke about Will Smith's wife. Yeah. And it wasn't even that bad. It was that she looked like G.I. Jane or something, right? Because she, she had alopecia. Had a, yeah. 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 And like Ricky Gervais, um, he spoke about it as well. Because he's like, because I think the year before he'd hosted it and they were like, oh, what if you had said that and Will Smith had hit you? And he's like, well, he said something like, first off, like that joke wasn't, wasn't even that bad. If I'd made the joke, I would have made joke, a joke about her dating that Alzeria guy, you know, yeah. that, you know, that black rapper that she had a... Um, Entanglement with, mm. remember that? And then that, obviously that was really funny because Ricky Gervais doesn't give a fuck. Nah. He's asked the other thing though. It's just like, you know, he's an act, he, he should be aware of like jokes and how these things fly. And mm. and that's not the first time he's heard something like that. If you're, you're yeah. in the public eye to that level and yeah. a, as much stuff has come out as it has about them, mm. like, Expect imagine it. what they're saying online. Mm. Like, he's heard shit like that before. And then to win. Mm. An hour later, his first ever Oscar. And it's like, mate, that, that Oscar is nothing. I think yeah. they even released a statement that they were, they were going to look into removing it from him because of how he conducted. I don't know what the end, end of that was, but even if he keeps it or wins another Oscar in the future, it's tarnished now. I think it's, it's never going to mean the same. It's ridiculous that he didn't get booted out after doing that. I know. Like, how, on what planet can you just go up and assault yeah. someone and then be like, oh yeah, go and sit down. We're going to give you your award in a minute. Yeah, and then win an Oscar. Did he have an acceptance speech? Yeah. Was it like, did he like... Think about that, or like talk about or that. Acknowledge or it. Like, un- yeah, he, said, he said something like that completely contradicted his actions half an hour ago. He apologised for it, but it was very backhanded to the academy, not to Chris. Oh, yeah, right. he didn't well. ap- apologise to Chris at all. And th- to think that that film is now completely tarnished as well. Yeah. What was like, the film he won for? Um, King Richard, the one about the Williams sisters. Oh, okay. And it's ha- um, um, Will Smith played their dad because he coached them. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. Showbiz baby, insane. And then Top Gun. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. It was good. Your list of things to watch is fat. I think everyone's is though, isn't it? I think we're always kind of going off everyone else's recommendations. Yeah, mm. like the one you just spoke about earlier. That sounds so good, and I'd add it to my list, but I'll probably never watch it. Mm. But I know so that if sad. I have anything nice to to share with you, I like thinking my head. I'm going to deliver this, but he's not going to action any of it. Thank you. So I just bear that in mind. So I don't set myself up. Too much. I know you want me to watch Drive to Survive. I just haven't had the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think we get the point. You don't want to watch it. No, no, Dan. I was. You can then say, why haven't you had the time, Ben? I was leading to the next subject for you. Just teeing it up. So why haven't you had the time? Let's go ben. again. I would watch Drive to Survive, Max, but I haven't had the time. I see. Why? What have you been doing? Because <laughs> I've your time. Because I've had a baby. Oh, really? Shock. There we go. What? It's out there. The secret's out. Break, breaking news. Live on this podcast. Yes. The, well, baby was born. the baby was born. 
on the 18th of November. She's four weeks old today. She's a month old today. Happy birthday. Thank you. That's good. How's it going? Great. What's it like being a dad? Great. What's What's the hardest part about being a dad? Sleep deprivation. What's the best part about being a dad? Seeing your seeing your partner become a mum. Nice. That's lovely. You know when you're not sleeping? Mm. Why don't you watch Drive to Survive? Have you, because it's not... You don't really have... You don't really want to put something on that you need to focus on. You just want to, you just want to put on like fucking... You should see if the baby wants to watch it. I've asked her. Mm. Get her to watch one episode and I guarantee she'll love it after. Rather than Teletubbies or whatever they The watch. thing is, she's not really into like the Red Bull team. And she, she, preferred, no is, mate. she preferred the F1 pre-Halo. And I get that because the crashes are a bit more intense. Shout out to the Halo. Yeah. yeah. Thank God for the Halo. Thank God for the Halo. For the Halo. On a real, real talk though, being a dad, pretty big news. Yeah. Massive life change. Yes. Is it as life changing as you expected? No. It's not? Really? No, no. Really? No, that's no, not really. Recommend it to everyone then. I wouldn't. It's, it's not. I wouldn't say it's for everyone, but it's not like, oh my god, everything's changed forever. Did you go into it thinking, fucking hell, my life's about to spin? Um, no. Nah, we just. I kind of went into the end of the pregnancy thinking, I just can't wait for it to come out now. Mm. We were so prepared. It was like I'm just kind of. We both me and Anne were just bored of her being so pregnant and immobile. Yeah. And we were kind of waiting for it to end in that sense. But yeah, it's not like. Yes, there's more responsibility and there's more work to do, but it's all fucking worth it. You know, it's like running a company or, or like training for a marathon. It's a lot of work, but when you cross that finish line, it's like, okay, probably was worth all the pain, wasn't it? That's kind of what it's like, really. Is there a time or an age that you're really looking forward to? When they can speak. Yeah. Yeah. What do you hope her first name, her first word is going to be? Halo. Halo. By Beyonce. Oh my God, imagine that. (laughs) I hope it's bless you. (laughs) Or contact me. (laughs) (laughs) Please. (sighs) <sighs> no I don't mind I, I hope it's just not a bad word because then I feel solely responsible what do you think the world's going to be like when she's our age 20 hot 28 years old <laughs> yeah warm. what are the winters <laughs> going to be like I don't know mate it's a good question spring what do you hope there won't be a combustion engine car in sight mm-hmm. there might not even be phones we might all be on Neuralink by then mad would you opt for Neuralink right now right now yeah no but I would opt for it you would? Yeah. But I don't want to be an alpha tester. Apparently, they're going to start putting it into humans within like the next, next six months. Yeah. It won't go into people like us for another decade at least yet. It'll go into no. people who are like paraplegic and stuff, and they can actually make a vast difference. Is That's what the main use case is for, isn't it? Mm. Initial like, use case. Right. The main use case for Elon is to make sure AI doesn't take over, and the only way to do that is to integrate human biology with artificial intelligence, i.e. put a, a chip in your brain. And combine the two, remove bandwidth between you and technology. I think that's the that's the thing. It's like it's so advanced that I can't even comprehend why I'd need it. Do you think it's a bit worrying that, like, mm. it's a bit worrying with the amount of data that we are already giving out and is already shared of our own personal? I think it's a less it's a less worrying. This is what people don't realize. I think is it's a much less and and I think you'll agree, Josh. It's a much less and less much less worrying, much less scary scenario than just letting AI run over and see what happens with that you know if you're gonna if you're gonna be able to curate or choose a future for the human race at least we can combine forces in mm. a sense mm. Mm. otherwise i mean if ai is at a point now where you can't you can't we can't stop it it's too late it's gonna keep going and if it and if it decides that it wants to eradicate us because it wants to grow by itself it can do that and it will do that all it, i mean <laughs> you think about it we've made weapons that can wipe us off the plate of the earth all ai has to do is just hack into the systems and then nuke the world and kingdom come yeah, I was going to ask what would be the worst thing that AI could do, but that sounds nukes. pretty bad. Nukes, you'll be nukes, yeah. I was thinking, you know, maybe they could turn off like power in uh, factories or warehouses that are growing food, but a nuke's pretty bad, right? I mean, it could do all of it simultaneously and it wouldn't even it wouldn't even have to think about how it does that. It would just, just be instant. I guess that's the step before nukes is supply chain. And you, I guess you've seen mm. that with like Russia and Ukraine. Power, yeah. That is where the real target lies. Mm-hmm. No, really I, wanna... I think I just think it's he won't I don't think AI will even think of these things as targets it's just like it will instantly work out what's the, the most efficient way of getting rid of the planet and just action them all instantaneously it wouldn't be as malicious as that would it it'd be like what is the most effective what is the most like I want to be here what do I need to do to get here oh I need to get rid of humans right bang yeah. done yeah can I ask you something Ben fucking yep. hell it's obviously good. there's obviously a 
people love to talk about end of the world stuff. That's obviously a thing. Why? And there might be an obvious answer for this that I'm missing, but why would AI choose to destroy the world? Um, why is it going to escalate to that point? There's two types of AI. There's AIs that are learning from themselves, and there's AI that is learning from humans. And they're really trying to push the AI that learns from humans to be the AI that goes and wins the race and becomes, mm. you know, the first sentient being or robotic sentient being mm. because they they think if they can mimic themselves of humans, they'll think like humans and therefore they'll have, you know, certain intents, but they won't be malicious necessarily. Whereas a, a fully autonomous AI robot that's grown from itself will might just look, you know, if you're an AI robot and you're here and then, or just an intelligence and you look at the planet and how we're ravaging it and raping it of all its resources, you wouldn't look at us as a, a good thing to have here. You'd think as a, as a, you'd probably look at us as a plague and we probably are. I mean, that's yeah. the scary part is that we know we are, there are good things to the human race, but there's a lot of bad. Yeah. So the best, the thing I like the most about this whole debate is people always say it's the end of the world. It's like, well, no, it's not. It's the end of the human race. The world will go on for, mm. It could be hundreds of thousands more years. It could us. it could be the start of probably the best times of our lives because if AI does decide that we're worth saving, you know they'll our 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 quality of life was, is about to increase significantly. Mm. You know like there there will there be no famine anymore. You probably won't have to work. Like life will just be taken care of for you and forever because AI will just take care of it and you'll learn to live autonomously like that. Disease won't exist anymore. Cancer won't exist anymore. All these things, AI will just figure out how to clean up. Your life expectancy could be 200, 300 years. You can probably travel through space and be multi-planetary. Like you go from, it, it, the comparison is like having it going from a campfire to a nuclear reactor. Um, mm. Where we're at now to where we could go. That's the, I mean, so that's like, that's what's interesting is you think, my life could be wonderful in our lifetime very much. Like by the mm. time we're 40, 50, because it's accelerating that quickly. Mm. Or it could be, it could literally be Terminator. <laughs> There's a, <laughs> which is the scary part there's a great thing that um, Naval Ravikant says um, which I might have mentioned before but it's that AI will, whenever that is if it's 10 years, 20 years, however long it will take care of the mundane jobs and the boring things so humans obviously if it's good AI can go on and live and do the things that they really want to do mm -hmm. and you know, have those creative jobs because I think ultimately most people want to be creative in some kind. Do you in, not in, of some sorts? If because this, this is the thing, and you always well, I don't know if so. You go to Tesco's or whatever, and there used to be hundreds of checkouts which were manned by people. Those have now been taken over by self checkouts, robots, and stuff like that. And you you go to a shop now, and those fifty people who are manning the checkouts have been cut down to ten people who are now just five are on checkouts and five are kind of helping with other stuff. So those forty people. Have been laid off a job. I, I would. It's, what, it's, you, what is? It's different to that. It's like you don't. Shops won't exist anymore. You don't think? No, everything just gets brought to your house. It's like mm. there's Amazon shops. Yeah. Like you, so the, what do all the, the people do step. who have lost a job then? Like, what do you? What do you say they move into? Like, oh, they want to do creative stuff, or they want to live a life of, blah blah blah. But like, surely that's only for the wealthy who can afford but to do it. Still, right? The thing is, jo new jobs being invented doesn't slow down. There's always yeah. going to be new jobs because new things get invented. And that's another thing that that guy raises. It's like, you know, people say, you know, look in, in the UK when there were coal mines, all the coal miners got laid mm. off in the 80s or whenever it was. Yes, they were out of a job for a while, but then they had to retrain and they got new jobs because there were new jobs to get. You know, the world still adapts and there's always going to be new jobs to retrain for and things like that. Obviously, it's it's a shit situation to, to lose your job, but there's never going to be a shortage of jobs like that. It's, be it's because the, the idea of... Um I forgot the word where everyone lives in pure equality and there's no work. Utopia. Yeah. The the idea of utopia doesn't exist yet. And it, for us, it feels profound to think you can live without money, right? Yeah, yeah. To live in a society where money is not needed anymore because there's an abundance of resource, an abundance of food, an abundance of energy. Everyone has everything they're ever going to need ever. Wow. You know, they That's don't, insane. You know, the, heat, the heating's on. The, the idea of, like, not having enough energy anymore doesn't exist. Like, there's just... You can do whatever you need to whenever you want. Crime rate drops to nearly 0%. Everyone's educated. Like, health is good. There's no poverty. Mm. There's almost not really a massive disparity between wealthy and poor. Like, everyone's just in a really good, solid place. 
and governments become really small because there's not, not many things that need to be managed because it's all managed by AI. It sounds so hard to believe, doesn't it? It's yeah. kind of like, what the hell do you do then? Well, what are humans or fucking sim... I don't know, robots, robotic humans doing at that point. Well, this Play is, Xbox and chill, man. <laughs> but this is, You'll have an AI thing doing your Xboxing for you. Yeah, this goes back to what Joss has said, though. Like, the amount of people probably out there who could have maybe have the, the brains to be the next Picasso or cure cancer or do something, or the next Elon Musk, you know, but they are maybe raised in an environment where they can't flourish and they get in a shit job or maybe mm. they get into drugs and then yeah. that doesn't happen. Think what the human race could accomplish if everyone was just doing what they wanted to do and what they thought they were good mm. at. Fucking hell, the things we could do, yeah. you know? Yeah. That comes back to society, I guess, majoritively in a lot of countries being capitalist, though. Yeah. Because capitalism craves growth and it needs growth to survive. Yeah. And mm. that idea needs to die out with this growing as well because... Naturally has to, doesn't it? Yeah, of course. And it naturally will eventually... Yeah, they no. can't coexist. I don't think. No, you it, think, definitely not. You think that that AI life, the utopian life, will be across the whole globe? Yes. You think even people like Eventually. North? You think countries like North Korea, China, yeah. will all get involved? Yeah, I think. It's, will they be forced in that way? Do you think? Will I, they not be anti it and be kind of like, no, we're off, like off grid kind of thing? I don't think it's something that you can fight. It just takes. You just can't. It just happens. Like the internet. You know, it's like, oh, we, we're going to not be. You know, unless you're a tribe who live on an island and. You're protected, and no one's going to come for you. Fine, but like, you can't keep. I, I think maybe maybe people like North Korea can fight it, but um, I mean, for how long? I mean, if they're trading with the Western world in any way, they're going to have to work with what we've got. You know, mm. the to, to make it work, the out. quality of life will be so different. It will be like comparing our life to heaven. Like it will be, it will be like ridiculous in terms of difference. It just won't. I, I can't see it being sustainable. Mm. Mm. I mean. Again, what we've spoken about before, Ben, is like with countries, I guess, like China, like you just said, Dan, who might not want to accept this at first. We've seen from everything that's happened this last year with supply chain stuff, two thirds of China's economy is from the Western world. Mm -hmm. So they either have to adapt mm. or they just get absolutely ruined. Mm. And it's already going that way. And yeah, I don't, I don't know. we could talk about this for hours. It's a crazy world. I never even thought much about it. Going back to the actual like now. With Neuralink being like implemented, does that not open up like a massive security risk to like things like hacking and stuff like that? Because you're not just hacking a computer system now; you're going to theoretically be able to hack someone. I don't know. That scares the shit out of me. If I had a Neuralink and just knowing that some sixteen-year-old kid in his bedroom can stop my arms working, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if Neuralink is going to have the sort of power where you know, it can fully control the person. It's more about linking neurons together so that you can think questions and, you know, I could think... Get such thoughts in yeah, my head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could, I could just think how big is the sun and I'll instantly know the number because there's like between... The, the, the idea of bandwidth for getting your phone out, Googling it, reading the number, five seconds. But if Neuralink's in your head, it's instantaneous, right? Do you think it'll be a subscription? You know, I mean, fuck, we've got a Tesla and to get like yeah. the additional maps and the Spotify, you have to fucking pay extra. Surely as soon as, soon as you've got this chip in your brain, he's like, yeah, yeah, you get six months free, but after that, you've got to pay a little bit more. Probably. You're going to need yeah, a data probably. plan. Just who do you yeah. go with, baby? Yeah, data O2? plan. Can you imagine that? <laughs> Orange. Like, you go to a new place, you think, oh, I need to get I need to get to my, like we're on a shoot. Oh, we need to get to the hotel. Where's the hotel? And you've got yeah, sat nav in your head. What'd be cool is if you can go to a new country and you don't know the language, but you can then That'd start speaking language yeah. well they've actually you know, i think musk has said stuff like that's possible i think there's even there's even a google i think it might be google or google glass something where i could be sat down with like i don't know my korean counterpart and he's talking korean to me and the glasses then bring up subtitles of what he's saying wow so yeah. I, i'm having the, i can understand him instantaneously the new google pixel phone does mm. that it just uses google translate live i mean and that's happening right now this is yeah this is tech happening now right yeah. now, that is like, right now. five years from now it's going to be significantly yeah. like pre-ai Josh, did you see that? I think it was Google I.O. or something like that, their mm. conference. That there was a, it was a, oh, what was it? It was like, let's say a father, a father and a son, and um, the son is deaf. Mm. The dad's talking to the son. The son's got the glasses on. Yeah. And the, the glasses can read out, like display wow. what the dad's saying. So yeah, they can actually cool. communicate. Which is, is, I mean, and that they could do that now with, Phones, I guess it's then just putting it into more wearable, easy to use mm -hmm. tech like like glasses. You 
you know quite a lot of the, the positives about it and about the future and the great the the good stuff that's coming forward. Is there any, any is there any stuff that kind of scares you about it? It'll, like, it'll be the end of our civilization. You think? Yeah. How long do you reckon it'll be? It was there no time cap on it. Fifty years. You think? It depends how quickly it grows. Yeah. And how people, how quickly people adopt it. It's going to grow faster than we anticipate, and it's probably way more advanced than we realize now. I mean, the fact that the fact that AI can now be more creative than any artist in history, almost instantly. Like you ask an AI to draw Dan riding a fucking pigeon into the Ukraine war while eating KFC, and it'll give you 19 billion different creations of this art piece. Mm-hmm. You can't you you can't compete with that. Yeah, it's already more it's already more creative than us. Who's who's like controlling it? Who who's in command of? Is there like a hierarchy when it comes to AI? Is there like the big AI boss somewhere? <laughs> it's like some fat computer. <laughs> Mr. AI, see Mr. AI sat on a stack. Like, Please, Mr. AI, turn yeah. it off. But he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> sat on a stack of like old Dell PCs or something. It's just Mr. AI. He's, he's the like, final boss. He's just on a server rack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he's like, you want to talk to me? Is the, do you reckon there's a hierarchy, or is it all just fucking loads of computers just buzzing off doing their own thing? I think you're thinking of it too logical. It's it's just it's uh, an entity that exists within a. A, a code dots and lines yeah it's the matrix mate and it learns from like reality if i do this this happens okay so i'm gonna take that and then i'm do something else with it what oh was, this happens what was really interesting is there was a guy who did a talk at oxford university who is very much involved in creating ai in this in this british company and he says and they asked they asked him that same question like here's all the pros Here's all the cons. What scares you the most? And he says, what scares me the most is by make, by looking at AI and talking to AI, it's made me realize how how much more robotic we are than they are. Like in terms of our, like, mm. our, our social media algorithms are so simple to understand. Yeah. You can understand someone's behavior based on their social media algorithm. Like we're such basic beings, whereas AI are complicated, you know, and they have, they think about things in such a vast different ways, whereas we're like, oh, Something bad happened to me when I was ten. I'll always think this way. Forever. Yeah, yeah. Hold that, on to that. And we're we're as simple as that as creatures. Yeah. And he said that's what scared him is by instantly understanding how basic we are. Mm. God damn! It's that campfire first a nuclear reactor. Who who will be the one who like? Is there any way of turning it off? Or is that it? No, it's on now. It's probably on now that we can't. It's probably it's probably so far gone now because they say there's not enough safety regulation involved. That's why Musk has made Neuralink because it's like a backup. If all, if all goes oh, wrong, right? Yeah. So at least we can like chip, like tap into it a little bit. Well, AI might think we're more useful if we have a greater access to information. Do you reckon once we're all neurolinked up, there'll be like the president of Neuralink, like someone who's in control of everyone with a Neuralink? And I'll let Elon, 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 Elon will be like just, the big boss at the top. He then. just presses a button, and yeah. then all our heads go red, so, and everyone's yeah. like Elon. Elon. Yeah, everyone <laughs> just stands still. It's a crazy world. This crazy world. Do you reckon but, we'll be off this world by then? No. What will come first? Like, complete AI takeover or us on Mars? Us on, us on Mars. Really? You think? Complete AI takeover? Uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. I think both will happen in our lifetime. Didn't Musk say that, Josh, that he wants to, he wants to land on Mars by 2028? Yeah, it, it keeps, keeps getting pushed back. It's within a decade. It's definitely before 2030 where there's going to be humans there. If, if, if we go to Mars before the Tesla Roadster comes out, <laughs> I will be baffled. Mate, it's already been nearly... Six years. <laughs> that that's that's a joke. Imagine explaining from someone in nineteen eighty two how phones and the internet works. They'll think you're fucking off your rock and like yeah. I can communicate with someone from China instantly. Are you stupid? That that's impossible. Yeah. yeah. It's the same thing. It's mad how evolution has done this, right? The evolution of everything. technology. Yeah. Well yeah. humans too, right? Yeah. But it's only getting <laughs> faster. Something that is more related to what we do, all these like pieces of art and stuff like that that are getting generated like instantly just from mm. people's keywords. Are we worried about that happening to video? There's already AI video generators. Uh, I guess it's just, it becomes like a, a creativity thing then. Like, Yeah, I guess it's about the craft of it. The craft, the talent, the all of that. But then do we as humans just start really enjoying AI video? Yeah, that's As humans, we're like, oh my God, I, I don't really like that shit anymore. And you, yeah. you get a few purists who are like, Oh, I really love old school video where you came with a camera yeah, as a yeah, guy yeah. with a camera. But then... It's nowhere near as good. But then that drives the cost of our stuff down because everyone's like, well, we don't need that anymore. Yeah. And like, you guys are just going to go make AI shit anyway. 
And the AI films might be fucking amazing. Like mm. super realistic. There's no holes in the plot. Like, or the writing's great, you know? And it's like, it's almost like an AI could recommend a film to you, Max. And it knows, based on your algorithm, you're mm. going to fucking love this film. It's, it's that. And, it, and it's also like the whole deepfake thing. Like with yeah. Mandalorian, Ben. Like them yeah. creating young Mark Hamill again. And it's like that jump from Mandalorian then to... Luke Skywalker in, Bob, in Boba Fett was huge. Just walking around, that interacting. Was, that was about a year time difference. Yeah. Think where that's going to be in five years, in 10 years. All the actors that you can imagine today in Hollywood, they're most likely going to have photo scans on their face. So then studios can license them and use their likeness and their voices. And then they're just going to be in films for you know the rest of our lives at least. That's insane. And like yeah. entertainment in general, like how our parents would... Would, well, I guess our parents' parents would be the only form of entertainment back then was radio. And then it went to like TV. So TV mm. was a massive thing. Our generation is probably more YouTube in like that format. Then the, f- the format moving forward might just be AI generated copy content, sorry, that's made by a computer but looks fucking super realistic. Mm. I don't know. And then before you know it, we're just signing stuff off. <laughs> so like, yeah, AI generated. Yeah, that's nice. Send it. Scary. Wow. Is this scary? Uh, Should you be scared? I think whatever's going to happen is going to happen. It's out of your control. So you may as well just enjoy your life. Ride the wave. AI is going to take my job. I'm going to go home and play Xbox. <laughs> I think if it gets to the point where AI is, 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 is literally replacing jobs for people like you and I, even though we work in digital, mm. um, we're probably going to be in a place where AI, AI is doing other things that we can't even comprehend yet and we don't really have to worry about that. Yeah. I you think know? once it's doing the all of the things that we don't do, all the utility, I guess, you call it utility jobs, like the the simple data entry things and uh, food shopping and just mm. all of that stuff, then we need to be worried. <laughs> all it has to do is figure out how to make infinite energy and then it's, I mean, the, 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 the day of capitalism is over. Yeah. Because you don't have to work for energy anymore. Imagine imagine you had infinite energy, you, what you could do with that. You. Like wow. heat, yeah, but sure, surely capitalism will still be around because people still want, like, well, you, there's that breakthrough that we spoke about yesterday in LA with nuclear fusion. Mm-hmm. So they've done it. They've had net energy gain. So you know, it's what twenty years maybe before we're, everything's nuclear, and then we have unlimited energy, and then energy, like you said, Ben, is just in our tax, and we don't have to pay for it anymore. And then oil companies are cease to exist mm-hmm. because why do we need it we've got infinite power we that's, never need to top that up because it's that's it it's done that's the cool Completed. thing about ai is the fact that the big companies in the world can't pay for it not to happen mm. because it's it's his own thing mm. it's his own steam train and then what oil companies just transition into nuclear reactors? Oh, fucking everything just transitions to something completely different i can't even begin to try and explain it because i don't even know yeah. We're down a fat rabbit hole right now. Oh boy, yeah, this has been I feel like half I'm, an hour. I feel like I'm inside a cave. <laughs> this is one of those bits in the podcast where you skip through and you come to this bit, you think, what the fuck are they talking yeah. about? <laughs> Do you want to bring us back to a normal uh, life story that's happened on Earth recently for you? Anything that's crazy happened for yourself? No? Uh, I'll tell you one. Go on. The other day, got back from work, a bit hungry. Thought, hmm, I'm going to go back into the fridge, get a little carrot and hummus. Moroccan topped hummus. On brand. The day that Morocco were facing... Uh, France. France. Force. This is me. Carrot in hand. Just about to pick the hummus out. Pulled the lid off the hummus. Just as I was about to put it out. Classic me. Fumbled the hummus out the pot. <laughs> fell out the fridge. Straight in the dog's water bowl. <laughs> hummus, hummus tub full Mate, of dog's water. That's why they Hummus lost. down. Mate, hummus down. Yeah, it was a right mess. Was it, was it right off? Yeah, there's water in the hummus. It would have been better if you had baguette to dip in the hummus though, because then it's like a bit more. Just carrot hummus is the one though. So yeah. What did you do for food in the end? I'll be honest with you, Papa boys. John's. I Papa did. John's. I fucking fold the water and I <laughs> You are so grim, mate. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh. You had Stella's saliva. I was fucking... I was so gutted. Dog water. I was like, this is my favourite hummus, mate. And there was at least half a pot left. And I, and I literally grabbed it and I, I screamed so loud. Like a big, big fuck. You're the reason AI is going to take over. <laughs> it's going to look at people like you on ring doorbells and think, yeah, we need to get rid of these people. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, so I thought that's just a little life story that I've lived recently. That's unfortunate. Yeah. That is truly unfortunate. What has um what's everyone's highlight of the year? Ben, I, I assume yours would be having a kid. 
Yeah. Dan, what would, what's your favourite memory or something that you're proud of that you've done this year? Uh, I got engaged. Wee. That was pretty big. Oh, exclusive. Uh, you haven't said that on the podcast yet, have you? No, don't think so. Wow. Lay low, baby. Uh, yeah, I got engaged. That was pretty nice. Taking like a few years to do it, but we're there now and I'm happy about it. Let's go. Uh, James Webb took a photo on his telescope as well this year. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty sick photo. Thank you, Mr. Webb. Uh, shout out to James's family for that. Um, the Webbs. The Webbs, Mr. and Mrs. Webb. And also Wordle took over this year. Was that was this year? year? Oh my God. Wow. Jesus. Huge year, mate. Yeah. Max, a highlight from you. Uh, buying my first home. Jeez. That 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 was a big highlight. Big, big uh, momentous occasion. Moving out officially. Wow. Uh, yeah, so that was good. Uh, momentous incartis. If you like. Latin? No idea. Sounds good. Um, got a cat. Meow. Shot some cool films. Meow. Went to the Christmas party. Meow. That's about it, really. I feel like this year has gone so fast. I always think that. Like before, yeah, like everyone it, thinks that it's the start of the month, and then it's the twenty third. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's like oh, it's the sixth. I've, I've still got quite a bit of money in my account, and then it's like the twenty eighth. I'm like oh. I've been paid again. Oh, it's £17,000 in salary this month. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the other day, um, I was looking at my mileage on my car. I was like, oh, wait, I've got five. What? That's not right. I've only had the car for like three weeks. And I was like, oh no, it's been like four or five months. How long have you had it? When do you, or didn't you get August. it in August? Yeah. So how many months is that? Four months, yeah. That's good. Months. You're on 15k mileage? Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So you're fine then. I'm way over. No, no, you're not. You can do 1,250 miles a month. And you're, you're averaging 1,100 there or something like that. Well done, mate. 1,200. I, th- I thought it was like 100 pound over. 100 pound? Yeah, because I've got to pay like 8p a mile. Over. Uh, so Tighten up. I think you're fine. Thanks, Dad. Joss. Yeah. For you. Ooh. I didn't think this through before I asked you boys. Um, Charlotte and I moved into a new flat at the start of the year. Rent, nice. Renting still. Um, but moved in there, so it's been a, a really nice year in this in this flat. Um, and got my electric car. Let's go. Pretty cool. Wanted one for a fair few years now, so it's nice to to do that in March. Thanks you, thanks you to you boys. Yeah. Let's go, EV gang. EV, EV gang. gang, gang, gang. EV company, baby. We just, need, we just need an EV van now. Hopefully, that's next year or the year after. Don't know when AI will start making one, mate. That's what we're waiting for. <sighs> yeah. Now, now that um, we've had our EVs for a while. And the novelty's worn off. The novelty's worn off because we went through a phase of gassing up EVs for a long time. And to be fair, we still do because they pun intended. They are sick. We they are sick. But we were charged up. You could say. How do we feel about EVs in the winter? I personally am getting battered. My charge lasts about yeah a lot less. Yeah. Yes. Max, I'll tell you how you can how you can stop that. How you could charge your car every night and not let it down to one percent. Or you <laughs> the amount of times I've done that is actually worrying. <laughs> you could just move to Swindon. <sighs> yeah, logic. The other night, I I I saw uh, I had like forty miles of range, and to get to work and back is forty two miles. And I was like, "Fuck it, I'm going to go for it." And I got home, and it was. I was telling da- uh, just the other day, it was in limp mode. Have you ever been in that? No. Where you put your foot down and nothing happens. Oh my god! It just goes. It like you hit a barrier, and then that's as far as you can. That's as fast as you can go, and then if you take your foot off the gas and put your foot back on it, nothing happens. So it won't give you any more. You just have to keep your foot down because you can't get. Like once you take your foot off, it won't give you gas anymore. Say you break down. What's your plan? Walk. Have you got AA cover? Probably. You haven't got a Flex Plus. I don't know. What's have that? Have you got breakdown? I've had a breakdown. <laughs> <laughs> if, you're, if you run out of energy and you call AA, you'll get charged bare. Like free. Have they got energy pounds. in their back? Yeah. They Are carry they? batteries. They carry batteries to charge you up. Yeah. And then and enough to get you to a, a nearby charger. But you'll pay bare for the call out. You, you also it. need AA. Yeah. I always live life on the edge. It's fine. It's fine. Fair enough. Do you remember we watched Man City v Swindon at the start of the year? That was in January. Was it really? Yeah. God. That's crazy. Carl Walker. Yeah, and uh, De Bruyne. 
De Bruyne. De Bruyne. De Bruyne. De Bruyne. Cool. Hopes, yeah. hopes and dreams for 2023. What, what are you thinking? Did we do this last year? Yeah. Did we set like a, oh, next year I want to do this? Ooh, great question. I think we did. I think, I remember, oh no, we did, because Josh, you said that my goal was to play rugby again. I didn't do that. Sorry. Max. Sorry. What was my goal? To get married. I think it was. Mission accomplished. Maybe we should finish this podcast and saying something nice about each other. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You've obviously got something you want to say to me. Say it. I'm really proud of you this year, Ben. Thank you. For getting married and raising a small child. You're the father that I never ever expected. She hasn't <laughs> she hasn't risen yet. <laughs> She's risen more than she did. She is risen. Like a, like a small loaf. She came out as a little ban. 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 A little ban. <laughs> now she's a little mini baguette. Mini baguette. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, mate. Thank you very much. I think you've done well. Thank you. I've tried. <laughs> nice. Now I'll tell you something great about me. <laughs> <laughs> That's the whole thing. It's just a tee up. <laughs> Joking. I, I don't. I get. I'm really proud that you've left your air conditioning on your car in auto, like I told you to. Thanks. I did do that. Yeah. Now, um, oh, and that you got engaged. Thanks. And that you didn't bottle it, like I thought you were going <laughs> to. Bottle it. Cool. Uh, bottle it. I didn't say you bottled it. I, no. said, I said I'm glad you didn't bottle it. Thank you. Please. That's limp. <laughs> <laughs> Dog bolt. <laughs> all right. Oh, cool. cool. Oh well, yeah. Why don't you give Josh a nice compliment? He's been waiting all year for it. Do I have it. to compliment everyone? That's the. Do you just mean me and you? Do you think it's a bit awkward? Yeah, sure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is the least fluid podcast we've ever done, I think. Yeah. yeah. We are rusty as hell, to be fair. Um, <laughs> do I have to say something nice about him? You brought this your up. idea. What I've nearly been in the company I just three years and you've never complimented me. I wanted to say something nice to Ben, guys. Why can't you just say something nice to me about a ruse of let's go around the room and say something nice about each other? <laughs> yeah. Well, I thought it might work in some sort of like weird pattern, but now I have to say something nice but to everyone. You, but You're then the you host. teed me up after to give you a compliment. Yeah, because it, it was so just So how like is that going to go around the table if it's just me and you? Because in this room, all I see is you. <laughs> Max is here. This is a good end of year. <laughs> this isn't really a way to, uh, a way to square this away. This is our culture, mate. Oh, God. Um, I just, I just, I just get nervous sometimes. What, what are your thoughts for 2023? <laughs> no, mate. Do not, let, do not let him get out of this <laughs> hole. He's got to give you and Joss a compliment. Uh, Joss. Yes. I like what I like about you. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> a poem. You, you rate English. Full stop. You say I never say anything nice about you, <laughs> but I always say nice stuff about you. When? All the time. I like Joss that you've been consistent with the gym this year. Thank you. <laughs> Why are you laughing at that? He has. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> You really had to dig for that one. Is that is that all you can scrape out of the barrel, mate? You've been consistent with the gym this year. Well, he has. He's been more consistent than me, and I'm proud of that. Well, that's not fucking hard, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus oh, Christ, God. mate. Oh. Give him something real, something tangible. <laughs> uh, Joss. Yes, mate. Now, this year... You've, I've, I've seen you grow as a man. <laughs> That's nice. I've not finished yet. I've just started. Um, you've moved into a new flat. <laughs> Why are you speaking like you're a fucking radio host? You want me to say something nice? This is my nice mood. All right. Sorry, Joss. It all is. Um, so, Joss, you've grown as a man in a new flat. You've brought new angles to this business <laughs> with the sound stuff that you do in that room. <laughs> and I really like it. I Thanks, like that mate. you've taken control and I like that you've held your own in arguments against me and Ben. And that is a vast improvement to the year before. I'm not a fucking Thank fan you. of that either. Why? Because <laughs> it's annoying. You have to stand your ground and that's what he's done this yeah, year. Yeah, but sometimes he stands his ground when he's not supposed to. Yeah, true. Just know your limits. Know your limits, yeah? <laughs> Stay in your lane, yeah, bruv? <laughs> Say something nice about Joss and it's... <laughs> Stay Stay Josh, in my fucking Stay lane. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, 
Josh, you're so lucky I can't make eye contact with you right now. Yeah. <laughs> I've now got to do all this again with I Matt. I think you're incapable of giving a compliment. <laughs> Fucking hell. Sorry. Right, Max, look, don't look me in the eye during this. <laughs> Oh, Max. Oh, yeah, look, that it's so uh, sexual uh, here. Oh, it is. God. I've got to go in a bit. Anyway, um, <laughs> I am ready. I am ready. I love what I love about this moment so much is it's your own wrongdoing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I brought this upon yeah. myself. Yeah. Why do I? Why? This is such a flaw of mine, isn't it? I'm loving it. Yeah, I know. This is you being clumsy in conversation. That's what happened. This is me trying to be a host. You're a good host. You're just clumsy, mate. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Max, right now to you, young man. <laughs> Come here, sit on my lap. Santa Claus has got something to say to you. Hiding behind the mic. <laughs> uh, Max, I like that this year. You've been here a year now, right? I've been here over a year. <laughs> yeah, obviously, that's over a year. I've been here for this year, yes. Thank you for being here for this year. Thanks. <laughs> well done for moving in your flat. Thank you. <laughs> um, what you've brought to us this year. Why are you laughing at this? It's been monumentous. It's why are you so laughing? Cringe. Why are you laughing for? It's unbelievably cringe. But why are you making me do it? I'm not. This you is you made idea. yourself do it. For fuck's sake. You've always wanted me to, though. <laughs> You're not letting it drop. Joss, stay in your lane, yeah? Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Max, thank you for making all the films that we do look great. Thank you. Right. Now, can everyone say something nice back to me? <laughs> Absolutely not, mate. Oh. Uh, thanks, everyone, for listening to this podcast. Um, that's maybe the most awkward ending for me possible in life. That was fucking amazing. Now to go and end. Can I just say that this year you've been more aggressive than passive, and I really appreciate that about you. <laughs> really? Yeah. Is that a good thing, being yeah. more aggressive than passive? Yeah. It's the unknown Max doesn't like. Ah, yes. Because now, uh, now I understand it. Yeah. Yeah. Joss, have you got a compliment for Dan? No. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fair enough. Uh, can I? No, I'll actually give you one. Um, Sorry, that was. I mean, that's nice. I'm and I'm being deadly serious. Oh, oh. I don't care that you broke your elbow. Um, <laughs> I think we we've grown as a company into, I guess, what you would say a more traditional way of working as a video production crew, and I think that you have grown. Um, it, I don't know how to word it, but you you know what you want from an end product and you've grown in how you want to tell people that. And you you speak your mind more You're in a, in a good way. Max and I are very open with you, like be as brutal as, as you want because mm. you're, you're the director. We mm. want your vision. And I think maybe before you would have tiptoed around stuff, whereas now you're to the point, you know what you want, which for me and Max is creatives is perfect that's what we want to know we want to know what to do there's a van beeping outside and it's made the product better boom yeah it has and that's because you uh yeah you have stood your ground you've become more mean mate it's because you're not Thank passive you. you're aggressive now yes 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 well Sorry. there we go thank you for saying so many nice things about me guys <laughs> thanks for making <laughs> <it better. laughs> uh, um are we yes. not all doing this now are we just doing compliments for you are we Papi wants some. Go on, do it between yourselves. <laughs> All right, Dan. I've already given you mine. Oh, I'm really happy that you got engaged, you got a dog. You've already said mine to me. Yeah, cool, nice one. Uh, Max, I think you have been a lot more... Now you're really going to make me like a... You're just going to outdo me so quick now, aren't you? Please go ahead. I'm nervous. I'm nervous. All right, I wouldn't do compliments. No, Dan, you know, you Dan's right, I'll do him and he'll feel awkward about it. You're just better at delivering stuff. I'm just terrible at delivering stuff. Nah, you're, and I'm jealous of that. You're a great delivery driver. Do you think? You would make a fantastic delivery driver, I think. I would. Because you know the back roads to my heart. <laughs> Please, now over to your compliments. Please. I haven't got any. You do. I hate, I hate Max and Joss more than I hate you. And if you didn't That's know... That's a lot, because they're that, two people. That know. number is a fucking gargantuan number. <laughs> gargantuan, gargantuan may not even be a number. Oh, oh dear. Compliments, please. Yeah, okay, where are you doing this? Okay, yeah, yeah. I thought you did great this year. Thank you, Max. Max, I think you've also done great this year, and great. I think that you've vastly increased and improved the product in terms of the look and feel. I think the things you're good at, we all lack very much, and it's nice to have you as part of the crew. Thank you. Part of the ship. Part, part of the, the crew, team. Part of the ship. On the ship. 
Uh, I also think you've grown as a person. You'd be more in touch with your emotions. And I think that's good. Hell yeah, brother. I appreciate that. Thank you. Joss. PMA. You are a raging, raging hole in my head. <laughs> you are the son I never wanted. <laughs> the brother I never liked. Oh. And the dad I could do without. Yeah. <laughs> with, all the, with all those things said, though, Joss. Yeah. I still hate you. <laughs> No, sorry, Josh. I really had to dig deep on a, on something harsh so that I can bring you back up again. Because if I give you too much good, it will go to your head. Is that a neg? It will. Yeah. It is a neg. We call that a neg in the day. Yeah. Word, right? Yeah. N e g. Energy. <laughs> <laughs> bring Josh up again. Oh, then. Come on, Josh. Bring me up. Yes. You've been you've been pivotal. I won't say what in, just pivotal. And I think I'm really glad that you're here, mate. And uh, yeah, well, that's stuff. Okay. Cheers. Thanks, mate. Fuck off. <laughs> nah, Joss, I, uh, it's really hard to give Joss a compliment, isn't it? Because like he's... You don't have to. All right. <laughs> Joss is like Mariah Carey at Christmas. He's just there every year. Mm. You, you know he's going to come out. It, well, that maybe that's not the best. Joss is like... <laughs> Joss is like the radio. No matter, no matter where you are in the world, you can turn it on, the radio will be there. Yeah. I was going to say that. This compliment went so well the first time that you've gone for a second go and it's yeah. gone really well. Because nah, Mariah Carey only comes out at Christmas, whereas Joss is there all year long. Joss, I think... I'm just there. I'm not... I wouldn't... You're there when we need you I'm not, every day. I'm not happy you're here, but I'd be upset if you weren't. Yeah, cheers, boss. Max? Yeah? Same for you. Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> How to crush a company in one hour. <laughs> yeah. I, for one, think that you are fucking great, Joss. Oh. And you did bits this year on the shoots. Get off his dick, And mate. I'm not going to... No, all seriousness, though, I've worked with a lot of film people, and Joss is the best person I've worked with on a set. There it is. Over me and Dan? Joss, he's the easiest guy to work with. He's like my... Gu he's like my um, Guardian angel. Yeah. I was going to say my... Um, you're like an anchor. When I'm losing my head, I just look at you, and you're just calm. I'm like, fucking stop being rattled, mate. And Joss just brings me back. It? He's like, you're like a, uh, what are they called? Um, oh, like a guide dog. Like I just like, like I'm having trouble. I probably shouldn't say that. Cut that. What, what's this <laughs> no, timestamp? No, mate, that's staying in. Do you know what? Do you know what I mean? Or am I sound like a dickhead? Are you waffling, mate? Yeah, a bit. Yeah. <laughs> but no, but like you, you keep such a cool head and your process is fucking immaculate that if we're like, if I'm having a problem or, in, or my head's starting to go, I'll always talk to you because I know that you're you bring me back like you 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 have this very calm aura and you have this ability to make a really fucking stressful situation okay thank you mate that's very kind here you go Joss I'm gonna say this once just stay in your lane alright <laughs> <laughs> if my daughter grows up to marry someone like you I'd be happy with that that's sign off of what, if, heard it. what if she you. does actually marry Joss I'd be happy with that Fair enough. Unlucky Charlotte. He's getting he's getting the new model. Yeah. Okay. I'm not gonna say anything. Okay. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Justin, it's now your turn to give us compliments. Oh yeah. Um Stand by. Oh wait, did you give Max a compliment? Oh uh, no, you're doing no, it now. Right. Sorry. Cheers, cheers, mate. You've got to go around the roll. Um <laughs> Roast roast everyone first though. Yeah. yeah. You did you yeah. deserve yeah. to roast everyone yeah. first. Nah, you know what? Come on, Charles. Oh, this is the end of the year, that. please. This is why he's the mother's favourite. I don't stoop to the, the, these guys' levels, mate. Off ca off camera you do? Yep. Too right though, mate. Um <laughs> Max. You have grown massively as a creative this year. Um not to echo what the other two boys have said too much, but you are shit hot. You are so technical and to the point. And like Ben said, that's what we've lacked elsewhere. And I think you're a, a real asset to the business and we wouldn't be where we were without you. Thank you, mate. Um, and we've made like the best shit this year, thanks to you. Um, and You could say that in every new year, though. Well, exactly. And I'll be saying it again next year. Thank you. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you... Again, like Dan, you've you've learned how to stand your ground with things because quite often you know better than the rest of us. And yeah, you stand your ground very well. And that's very admirable. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Ben? Uh, well, this goes for all of you. You're all the... No, 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 no. Specific. 
Specific. Um, no, nah, I don't mind. Go on, give us, give us the full Well, one. because Dan doesn't understand his emotions <laughs> <laughs> or how to communicate them, uh, I feel like... Uh, well, you, you and me, Ben, we sometimes have deep chats about things. And, uh, do, you, do you not have those with Dan? Nah, never. Yeah. Uh, I knew the answer to that question before I asked it. I just wanted to get it on concrete proof. Because I'm not deep, bro. Um, You're as shallow as an apple pie, you, mate. You go as deep as PMA, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please, anyway, back to it. Uh, ben, I, I admire you a lot and I look up to you, as do I with all of you. But Ben, I, there's a lot I respect about you. And you, you admire me the most. Don't, don't commit to that, Joss. <laughs> do not commit to that. You admire me more than Dan. I'm not saying anymore. He does. Full stop. Fuck, that hurts. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> thanks, Joss. Cheers, man. That makes my heart warm, son. Thank you, Dad. And I say, son, S O N, not S U N. Nice. <laughs> heart warm, son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God. Well, there it is. Compliments are done. That's a wrap on the podcast, I reckon. Yeah. Thank you all for being here, and I'll see you. I'll see you next year. Cheers. I'll see you next Tuesday. Merry Christmas ben. and a happy new year. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs>